That was I Feel You by Cheat Codes here on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm back. It's after nine o'clock. And why am I back? Well, I'm joined by Tyrone, who is the director of Friends of Theatre Society's Some Explicit Polaroids, and also by Elias, who is part of the cast. Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, up? awesome. Um, they're here to talk a little bit about the show. We've been talking about it a bit on Tune FM, but you, now you can find out what it's all about. What is Some Explicit Polaroids, Tyrone? That's an excellent question. That's a, a big bundle of questions there. Uh, Story-wise, I guess it's about this man named Nick who just got out of prison after 15 years for attempted murder. It's now 1999, tries to go back to his life and finds out that it's definitely not the same place that he left. Can testify to that. <laughs> it's, it's very much not the same place that he left. Um, and what can people expect in terms of the the tone of the play and the... Ooh, I guess it would loosely fit into what you call a black comedy in that the, it's some pretty funny moments, but it's also quite uh, confronting. There's a lot of dark moments. Uh, you should expect to uh, you should expect to cry. <laughs> you should expect to laugh a lot as well. You should expect to think, I guess, is the big one. All right, we'll, we'll put, get the important information out so that people can just start booking their tickets, obviously, while they're listening. So when, where, and how do we get tickets? When, so that's exactly two weeks from tonight, so the 15th till the 17th of August. Uh, they start at 7.30 p.m. Also on the 17th of August is a matinee starting at 1 p.m. That'll be at the A1 Arts Theatre up at the uni here. And tickets are $15 for concession or $20 for adults. You can get your tickets at our try booking link that we've got on our posters or on our Facebook page or Instagram page or anywhere else that we have the link All or right. at the door. And one important thing to note, I think, with the tickets too, is there is an age. Uh, yes, I definitely don't uh, – definitely try to be above 17. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of adult for 17 themes. Yeah. And over um, – I'm going to chuck it over towards Elias a little bit. We're going to talk about um, – your character in the play and we'll we'll fill in for the others who aren't here as well we'll talk about loosely some of the other characters and then we'll come back to tyrone and go a bit deeper into it yeah. but elias who is your character in some explicit polaroids so i am playing uh helen so we don't need to talk about any other characters because helen is is clearly the superior absolutely uh, she is like uh nick's uh ex to a degree um, and so she's sort of uh, changed. She's sort of the first inclination Nick has that the world has changed. Uh, and she works for the government and just wants to make life better for everyone, doing very, very important work with the bus systems. <laughs> Those important bus systems. Um, has it been a stretch for you? Is Helen very different to who you are as a person or can you pick yes. up a lot of attributes from your yourself and just amplify them yes helen is very different to me helen is like a middle-aged karen uh kind of a woman <laughs> that is I, I i'm just gonna say i'm in it as well and that is the most accurate word you could possibly <laughs> use yeah so it's uh it's different um yeah but i do work in hospitality so i do i do have a lot of sort of inspiration to draw on in you, the form of many 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 middle-aged Karen kind of people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, she's good. Can you give us your favourite line from the play? My favourite line of Helen's 
is, and I think I've, I've said this before a lot, actually, but it just, I love it so much. Um, she's going on a rant about, you know, how she used to be, like, this radical anarchist, uh, anti, like, bougies and everything. And um, now she's sort of reformed uh, to an extent. Um, and she goes, uh, eat the rich. We used to chant that. I mean, what the fuck did that even mean? Eat the rich. And it's really funny. I don't know. I just love delivering it because she's so, like, impassioned at that point. People still say eat the rich too, though. I, I'm I've still n- very confused I've about what it means. I've never heard it until this play, and now I see it everywhere, and I don't understand. <laughs> it's I've I've started seeing it in memes as if it's just something that people say. My favorite I've seen is eat the rich. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say my favorite rendition of it. Not that I knew it existed before I read the script for Polaroids. Is eat the rich? That is the modern <laughs> uh, take on eat the rich. I think we should eat the rich. Um, <laughs> And uh, what has it been like as a journey for you as as Helen? Uh, it's been interesting because I'm, I mean, not to get too deep into it, but, like, I'm a trans guy. So, like, it's been kind of interesting playing this female character um, because I sort of try my best in my own personal mannerisms to be very masculine. So it's weird to kind of try and revert that and be more feminine and be more very, like, up myself and sort of even like the way that Helen walks is very different to the way I walk. So kind of trying to consciously shift all of that has been very interesting, but it's been really fun. She's very um, kind of sassy and self-righteous, which I really like to play with. Sounds yeah. wonderful. Well, I've, we'll dive into some of the other characters just briefly. We won't dwell on them too much since their their actors aren't here that's true why don't we flip it around on the man talking and talk about nick a little bit let's yeah yeah, we can talk about nick a little bit so i play nick uh what questions did i even ask you i I forget what's your favorite line favorite line uh okay so my favorite line comes very early in the play um and i love it because it's funny as well as being very it, it gives us a very good idea of the fact that Nick doesn't understand the world anymore and one of his very first expressions in the play is, uh, what the fuck is a PlayStation? Um, <laughs> which, I, I mean, I'll, yeah, if I, would, if I came out into the late 90s after being in prison for 15 years, it would be one of my first questions too. So, yeah, it's, I, I like it because it's a, it's very, it's a funny sentiment. I like how both your favorite lines so far have uh, the F word in them. We just it's like literally swearing. like my first line. Second line the in F, the whole and play. And the second line fuck. has the F bomb in it. So yeah, it's kind of hard to avoid Tyrone. Yeah, if you don't like swearing, this is not the play for you. It's it's really not. Uh, what were the other things? Um, Nick is yeah, as as Tyrone said. Uh, Nick has been in prison for 15 years for attempted murder. Uh, He he went to prison in 1984. He's come out 15 years later. The world has radically changed, as you would know if you lived through that period of time. There was, it's it's very different world between 84 and 99. And um, he doesn't understand it anymore. And there's a lot of things, without going into the themes of the play too much, that have that are normal parts of society now that Nick just doesn't understand or doesn't like or doesn't definitely uh, doesn't fit with. a lot of my research for the play it talks about the difference between the sort of activism and radical side of the 80s 
in London in particular, and then that transformation into this sort of uh, pleasure-hungry, uh, just sort of fun-loving sort of 90s. Mm. And Nick doesn't, Nick doesn't understand that, and he doesn't like it very much at all. Um, it's, he's a very angry character. He's, there's a lot of anger. Um, he has a very short temper. Um, but there's what I like about him as well is that I found more going through the rehearsal period that underneath the angry, yelly exterior, Nick is a character that goes on a very emotional journey through the, the whole play. There's a lot of heartache and there's a lot of, you know, redemption for this character. So while it's fun to get up and yell swear words right in other actors' <laughs> faces, uh, it's also a, a really deep kind of journey that's, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed going on that emotional roller coaster ride. So yeah. it's it's going to be a load of fun in two weeks' time. Oh, boy. You said you said earlier, like, oh, yes, two weeks from today, and my brain just went, excuse me? Like, I just, <laughs> that's oh gosh, it not is two correct. Weeks Can I just, <laughs> like, take one of your questions and turn it around on you? Sure. You asked me... Um, are there any parts to my character that, that I kind of like identify with or that I kind of take, you know, from my own personality? So do you find that there's anything that you kind of uh, drawn from yourself to, to play Nick or is it very much so, is he very kind of different to, to how you are? I'm very much the style of actor. It's not quite what I would describe as method acting as much as, while I'm acting, I imagine that I am in this character's shoes. So it's, um, I, I will use my personal experiences to channel the kind of feeling. So I, I don't think, like I'm not a person who expresses my anger outwardly very much. Mm. Um, I'm not an attempted murderer. Um, so on the surface, no, there's not much that I have in common with Nick, but I found that, um, I found more and more as it goes on, there's more I can actually relate to the way he's feeling in particular. Mm. Um, his, his sadness in, in particular, I kind of channel into my own life. His happiness, I channel into my own life. And, um, in trying to understand his anger as well. Like I said, I'm not I'm not a very outwardly angry person normally, but in understanding that, I've managed to try and get in his shoes a little bit. The real question is, do you know what the fuck a PlayStation is? I do. I have one. Um, <laughs> Can you tell me, please? Because I just I have no clue. I it's it's. Uh, I'll tell you when you're older. Um, <laughs> Why do they always say that? So we can go into some of the other characters just to briefly. Um, why don't we give that job to Tyrone? Tell oh, us a little hi. bit about some of the other characters. Sure. I might leave Jonathan in case uh, Sid, one of our other actors, he should be turning up soon. So we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go because he can give us a, an insight on Jonathan. Um, all right. Let's go. Let's go Nadia first. I do like a good Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so Nadia is the, the girl on the poster, if you've seen our poster so far. Uh, she's a table dancer uh, who happens to have a not so good relationship with her boyfriend. Mm. Uh, not so good being a <laughs> uh, drastic understatement there. Definitely. Uh, she gets a bit uh, beaten about by him, which is not so great. <laughs> um, 
And so instead she finds Nick, who she develops a bit of a romantic relationship. I won't go much further than that. But she also has a best friend named Tim, uh, who is dying, basically. I'm not going to say what he's dying from, but he's dying. Uh, and he's got a bit of uh, a bit of a mortality complex. He uh, loves the people around him, but he knows that he's only got so long to live, and so he doesn't know what sort of connection to have with them. Hmm. And through that, he gets a mail order boyfriend from Russia, uh, Victor, who is crazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's very crazy. Uh, he even says it himself a lot. I am absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, he's a uh, go-go dancer as well. I think believe he works at the same club that Nadia works at. I'd like to believe that headcanon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's what I've been channeling in my head. I think yeah, so too. I was kind of assumed. <laughs> it's just the club. Just separate kind of like sections for whatever your taste is. I imagine. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he's pretty interesting because he's very, very wild, very uh, fun-loving. But then, uh, some scenes he can be very, very serious, very angry, very sad, and it's great to see that flip. Uh, who am I missing? No, that's uh, everyone. That I'm is, just that is everyone Jonathan. besides Jonathan. Yes, who we will. Um, I haven't seen Sid walk in the door, but we'll. Uh, We'll keep talking for a little while and we'll go to a song and we'll either come back and just uh, leave people with the the information to get their tickets and stuff or we'll or hopefully Sid will have rocked up. But I'll I'll keep going with you, Tyrone. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is it about this play personally and in terms of what it is as a play that made you want to put it on? Interesting. Hmm. Well, I guess first and foremost is about how much I love uh, Mark Ravenhill, the playwright. I directed one of his plays last year for a directing class, uh, Shopping and Fucking. You can say that. We've said it several times already. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, that was his first play. This one, I believe, is now his fourth play. He's done many other since then. Uh, And it's part of a form known as uh, In Your Face Theatre, which is all about literally getting in your face... Uh, trying to make you feel things, which I hope we do successfully. <laughs> yes. Uh, but in terms of plot, I guess it's, I think it's a play for young adults. It's about for people our age. Uh, I don't get to see a lot of theatre living in Armadale here that uh, discusses most of the stuff here. Uh, everything tries to sort of uh, beat around the bush and this play just <laughs> shoots straight into it. <laughs> It uproots the bush. <laughs> <laughs> uproots, turns over the bush. Bulldozes it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's mostly about form, mostly about uh, trying to put crazy stuff on stage and how do I do that in a realistic way. Yeah. And trying to make the audience feel stuff. Excellent. Um, and I guess in terms of your vision, what have you tried to do with the play? Ah, uh, so my lecturer likes to call me what is known as an uh, aesthetic director. So that means is uh, I take the project from a very visual standpoint. I like to look at how the literally what's happening on stage looks nice, which can be a blessing. It can be a curse. 
Um, and I've tried to take a really sort of uh, club vibe, I'd call it. I use a lot of electronica, I use a lot of techno music, a lot of really upbeat stuff, and a lot of uh, really bright lights. I've got these nice lights that you might have seen in our promotions for our bar. That's another thing as well. I've got a bar on stage, which is a lot of effort with <laughs> 136 alcohol bottles filled with water and food coloring. I promise. <laughs> Shh. That's what we'll let them believe that. Yeah, I'm sure one of my actors will swap the bottles, but as long as they don't tell me, then it's all good. He's on to us. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all about trying to create this crazy environment. Uh, it's also about trying to transform the space. So the set itself looks like a bar, it looks like a club, but not all the scenes are in a club or in a bar. There's like an airport or there's a boardroom. But we don't change the set. It still looks like a bar. You just have to transform it with the actors, which is a bit of a challenge. And I hope that they've taken that on. Wonderful. Well, we're going to uh, just quickly duck to a, a song break and we'll be right back with a bit more about some explicit Polaroids and we'll uh, remind you how you can get your tickets. It's coming up in two weeks' time. This is Fast by Juice World. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Fast by Juice World here on 106.9 Chin FM. We're back talking to Tyrone and Elias from Some Explicit Polaroids. Hello again. Hey. <laughs> so enthusiastic. Um, so unfortunately, Sid hasn't been able to come along, so we're going to dive into the final character of the play, Jonathan. Jonathan. Tyrone, uh, tell us a bit about Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan is uh, a businessman. Uh, he is the man that... Nick attempted to murder. Ooh, spoilers. Uh, I don't think that's a spoiler. It's no, about what quite. Jonathan might try to do now. Ooh. <laughs> that's the whole driving force of the play is Jonathan lurking in the background. He's a very manipulative character. He seems fairly normal, but he's twisting the conversation to have the other person say exactly what they want. He's a very, very nefarious villain. He's a <laughs> sneaky boy. He is. Snick a snake. <laughs> and he doesn't like people that are so fucking stupid. Don't be so fucking stupid. It's a good catchphrase of his that's said quite a few times. I love it. It's so it's hard his, not to crack up when he says it. His his nice little catchphrase. So that's the that's the, the the last of the characters that you can look forward to coming along and seeing at some explicit Polaroids. Um, yeah, tell us a bit more about what we can expect on the night, which is only two weeks away now. Oh, my God, don't scare me like that. It's two weeks away. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, what can we expect? Uh, hmm. You have to sum it up in the whole experience up in 25 words or less. I'm counting. Go. You don't have to make every word matter. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> You've wasted six of your words. Uh, it's... An emotional roller coaster, I guess, is a good way to describe it. Uh, you're gonna laugh. Uh, you're gonna cry. Please, no, don't cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, don't I, you cry. might feel angry at what's happening on stage. Sometimes that's a reaction. Uh, you're gonna be challenged. Not, you probably might not agree with everything that's happening on stage, but you're in for an experience, basically. Oh yeah. The uh, the actors will not intrude your space, but they'll be in your space. 
in that personal bubble. <laughs> Wherever the line of your comfort zone is, we will stand on that line. On the threshold. Yeah. And lean. Like, we will stand <laughs> on the line and lean we're inwards. We're technically in it, but we're leaning. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what I really like about the play, too, is it's, like, it's got some real intense... And, and hashtag capital R real moments. But it's well balanced, I think, by sort of like the comedic elements of it too. It's not just like an hour and a half of just like super emotionally exhausting content. So it's, it's, it's well balanced, I think, which I like. I think so. Yeah. On a related topic, if that sounds like it appeals to you, I've discovered that all of Mark Ravenhill's plays are available at the Town Library in Armidale, and I'm currently in the midst of reading some of them. All of them? Yeah. How many I volumes are there? I think there's four or five. Tyrone's um, going to like break into the library after this now. Yeah, <laughs> break in. And like, you don't have to break into a library. It's free. You just have to give it back. He can't uh, wait till tomorrow. He is like literally as soon as we finish this broadcast, he is gone. He's no. going to be lining up outside the library like a teenager for the new <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, need, I only have volumes one and three, so I need to get the other three volumes. I currently have volume two, coincidentally, out from the library. Jake had volume two. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded way more insidious than it needed to. Yes. No, his his plays are very, very good. They all go along that kind of vibe of this, uh, or the ones I've read anyway, go along the vibe of that in-your-face theatre um, really pushing the boundaries of what people feel comfortable with seeing on stage, and it's a very, um, it's it's a very entertaining and challenging form of theatre when it's done well, which Tyrone is going to do in two weeks' time. Whoa! Hopefully, it'll be done good. <laughs> no, it'll be done good. I've seen. I've been watching it. I hope I've been watching it, and it's been good. It's been great. Wonderful. Well, I think we've sold people. Where can they get their tickets? One last time. Uh, so you can find it uh, anywhere our link is, which will be on our Facebook page, Friends of Theatre Society, or our Instagram page, Friends of Theatre Society, or the ticket link that's on our posters, or at the door. Wonderful. And it was 20 for adults and 15 for students? Correct. correct? Yes. Wonderful. Well, make sure you grab your tickets to some explicit Polaroids. Uh, we'll be podcasting this as well. So tell your friends to listen in if they happen to be at Red Party or out tonight or whatever they're doing. Tell all your friends, bring them all along, get your tickets because they are selling fast. And um, head along to some explicit Polaroids by Friends of Theatre Society and keep an ear to the ground. Follow their Instagram page and uh, like their Facebook page for updates because they're always doing interesting stuff around the university. Well, you're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Thanks for joining me, Tyrone and Elias. Ciao. Thanks for having us.